0: Welcome to page 42 of your textbook, Civilizations and Peoples of the Fertile Crescent. For you to begin with in this unit, uh, you first need to know where the Fertile Crescent is, right? So the Fertile Crescent extends from the Persian Gulf to the Mediterranean Sea. Um, it's both fertile and it's crescent-shaped. Think of the moon when you look up at the sky and you see a semicircle just about. That's a crescent for you, right? Or banana, like when it's banana. Um, The fertile soil of this part of the world gave rise to the first civilizations, right? For you guys, it's very important because this is where Judaism began. And later on throughout grade seven and eight, you'll see the impact um, that Judaism had on the rest of the world, the formation of Christianity, and then a rivalry between Christianity and Islam. So if you guys pay attention to the map on page 43, what strike you is very interesting is the shape of the crescent um, and then also look at the water sources close by, right? Um, so in this valley, it allowed civilization to develop. You have the Mediterranean Sea of the Persian Gulf. Um, and it is present day Iraq, right? But for you guys as well, pay attention to what other natural features close by are deserts. So that's why it was very important that the civilization developed in the crescent, which allowed for more farming. Civilization emerges in Mesopotamia. For you guys thinking about present day, that's Iraq, right, where Baghdad is. Um, so, for you guys to understand, how was agriculture important in Mesopotamia? right Um, some of the most productive land in the region is in mesopotamia their soil was rich and allowed sumerian farmers to grow many grains and vegetables which were staples of the diet then they also raised sheep goats and cattle okay if you look to the north of mesopotamia there were foothills of the taurus and zagros mountain chains right to the southeast foothills flatten into plains that stretch southeast toward the persian gulf Then in southern Mesopotamia, it's very hot and dry, right? With very little rainfall. So by having the fertile crescent, it allowed them to create a food surplus. Um, How did people farm the land, right? So despite, despite some of these challenges, the Sumerians used technology to turn Mesopotamia into productive farmland. Remember that technology is the practical application of knowledge to accomplish a task. Okay. So they use the technology of irrigation right, um, or supply water to their crops. So how could they get the water and use that to grow crops? right? So they dug many miles of irrigation tunnels and canals to bring water from the rivers to their fields. For you as well throughout this uh, grade, it's very interesting to look at the different technology. How is it similar? Um, how is it different between each civilization? The ability to irrigate the land allowed them to create a food surplus right? and survive the dry summers. One of the major city-states was Sumer in Mesopotamia. Right? Um, it developed around 3400 BC. Um, and its cities depended on nearby rivers for irrigation to grow crops to support the growing populations. Okay. Um, as we mentioned before, other major civilizations, such as the Harappa um, along the Indus River and the Chinese along the Huang River, formed in river valleys for the same reason. Okay. Uh, cities began to emerge in Mesopotamia. Uh, the first ever city was Uruk. Right? It had a population of more than 40,000 people. Um, other early cities were Ur, er, Lagash and Nippur. For you, you should refer to the map on page 46 and have a look at the cities. Um, were they clustered together? Were they far apart? And so how did that help them and the Mesopotamia to develop their civilization? So you should also pay attention to where the cities are. Okay. A city state is an independent state that includes a city and its surrounding territory. Okay. Each Sumerian city state had its own government and laws. And each had its own main god. Cities had walls and densely packed houses. So, very different to modern day, where we have the idea or concept of a country. Um, in ancient times, a city had all its own government, its religions, different laws. But what made the cities want to interact with each other? Of course, trade. So, each city state was a center of trade, okay? um, and they specialized in different jobs. And this allowed them to barter which is a trading system in which people exchange goods directly without using money so they had not yet used a monetary system so therefore they just traded goods so while you look at the um, fertile crescent you should try think um, and in previous discussions uh, what kind of goods could they have traded okay Um, Early traders often used the rivers and major canals to transport their goods. They loaded goods onto barges or large rafts. Workers on land used ropes to pull the barges along the water. Okay. Um, Good. Some of the products they uh, transported were barley, wheat, dates and cloth to faraway lands right so again if you look at the map uh, mesopotamia was able to trade with egypt and um, other middle eastern present-day countries right Asia minor persia as well right um, they could also bring home trade goods like lumber which is wood uh, metals and precious stones In all ancient civilizations, we will always look at social classes and the relationship between the social classes. Um, Every civilization had an upper class or ruling class. Um, In Mesopotamia, that included leading officials or government ministers and high priests. So the fact that they were priests in the upper class and the ruling family shows you the importance of religion in government in ancient times. Uh, the next social class were the uh, priests, scribes, artisans, and merchants, okay, uh, who were often the more educated people in society. Uh, below them were the peasant farmers, so the laborers who uh, worked hard and in the fields, but maybe did not specialize in other jobs. And finally, you had slaves. So slaves were often owned by the ruling class and were made to do the work. Or free okay um, The Sumerians developed a social order with three classes people of each class had uh, distinct roles or set roles within Sumerian society okay? um, the city-states governments and Sumerian religious beliefs which were firmly connected helped support the social order so how did they all tie it together um, through religion and their social beliefs something for you to consider Um, why would this social structure not work today right in today's society um, maybe you know when slavery ended uh, what are some things that are wrong with slavery um, and then why in ancient civilizations uh, were there more slaves okay next we will look at the role of religion in Sumerian society In this podcast we'll be looking at the role of religion in Sumerian society, the writing system they use, uh, how how Sumerian government worked and some of the major achievements of the Sumerian um, civilization. So first up um, for you to understand ancient civilizations uh, many people believed in a number of gods Uh, so that's called poly Theism, right, where they believe in more than one god, and then later on, we start to see um, with Egypt, Rome, development of Christianity, Islam, the move towards just worshiping one god. Okay, Sumerians believe gods controlled every aspect of life, including rain, wind, and other elements of nature. So, hopefully, later on, when we uh, learn about um, Greece you'll also see similarities between their belief in gods as well, right? um, They believed, Sumerians believe gods behaved much like people, they ate, drank, slept and got married. Um, people believe that they should pray to the gods in order to bring good fortune to the city. They also often connected natural disasters to something that they're doing wrong, right? So therefore, if they fought a war as well, and They lost in that they thought they needed to pray to the gods more that gave the priests a high position in uh, society Then in the writing system, we said that um, in order to communicate better Civilizations needed a writing system also to record the history so um, Sumerian Sumerian priests needed a system to keep track of their stored goods so once there was a food surplus they had to count and keep track of that so first of all they used it in math uh, to draw pictographs on clay and also to record the amount of food that they had uh, kept right later on they added um, symbols to represent fish and other pictographs basically a picture right telling uh, or writing system through pictures. Okay, the name of the writing was cuneiform. Right, uh, it's a system of writing that uses triangular-shaped symbols to stand for words, ideas, or sounds. Again, you might find similarities between hieroglyphics in Egypt when we come upon that in Unit Three. Right, um, what it allowed them to do is create symbols and better communicate their ideas. Right. One of the famous um, stories is the Epic of Gilgamesh, right? So we'll look at that a bit more. Um, And then again, from that, you can see that the Mesopotamian and Sumerians, uh, their uh, epic stories were repeated by Greece and Rome as well, right, in order to allow their civilizations to live long in memory, okay. Um, Sumerian government was allowed to develop but you might think how did it work now in Taiwan we have a president we don't have a king in some countries in the world today they're still kings um, but a lot of the countries nowadays are democratic they have a president or a prime minister but in in Sumerian times um, there were priests okay so the first leaders were priests not kings okay but then after many different conflicts between the city-states they decided that having a king was a much more effective way of ruling a city. Okay. Um, in times of war priests helped choose the best person to lead the city-state so there was still a very close connection between religion and government and also the role of priests helping to choose the leaders and the kings. Right? Often the first few kings were military leaders and again they were rewarded for performing well in war and winning wars okay um the advent of writing helped the rulers to create written laws that were then passed down from generation to generation right Uh, some laws included uh, laws on marriage slavery and then making sure that you didn't cause harm to other people Lastly, some of the main achievements of Sumerian society, right? Uh, They produced many advances in technology. Okay, you've already uh, learned about the improvements to farming through irrigation, right? Writing through cuneiform and ability to keep records. Um, There are also innovations like the wheel and the sail-improved transportation. So the sail on their boats or rafts allowed them to transport goods faster. Um, Sumerians also made advances in mathematics and astronomy, the study of stars. Remember, they in ancient times, they used the stars to also navigate, right, and make sure that they could travel from one place to another. Right? Um, there's timing system as well, dividing an hour into 60 minutes, and a minute into 60 seconds began with the Sumerians, and that's a system that we still use today and it will be very important when we look at the leap year later on um, in grade seven. Okay. They also divided the year into 12 months, 30 days each. So nowadays we don't uh, have 30 days in each month, we've refined our counting system. But with the Sumerian advances in mathematics, uh, we have then taken those and improved those. Um, finally, another important advance in technology was the development of bronze right uh, Sumerians were one of the first cultures to make bronze, which is made by mixing copper and tin. <laughs> Lots of you that have just watched the Olympic Games. Uh, if you come third, you get a bronze medal. right? Uh, bronze was a harder metal than copper uh, and it made uh, for better tools and weapons. Bronze weapons would later play an important role in the growth of cities into large, powerful states. So, as you can see, a simple thing as a river and a natural resource was the reason why Mesopotamia was allowed to develop so much. And hopefully, you will see the same similarity when we look at the other river civilizations. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And please remember to refer to pages 45 to. 51 in your textbook.